It's not really starting, I just want to press the video so I'm ready to go. Do you want to put that? Yes. I'm sorry. Just make sure that didn't show up. Nope. Oh, good. I'd need like three words of <laughs> to get that. Oh, it would definitely be easier for me if it were like twice that size. Yeah. Season 2 of FountainCast, your bi-weekly podcast brought to you by your Fountain Hills Chamber of Commerce. Striving to... Oh, That's okay. okay. <laughs> I'm trying to like not stare at it because you can tell I'm doing that in the video. It looks bad. I'm going to write steps in there so nobody else has So, okay. I'm going to try that again. Season 2 of FountainCast, your bi-weekly podcast brought to you by your Fountain Hills Chamber of Commerce, striving to be your one-stop fountain of information for your business community here in Fountain Hills. I'm host Karen Anderson. And I'm co-host Hannah Toke. Be sure to stay tuned after this podcast as well to hear about upcoming Chamber events. In today's episode, we're speaking with Jill Keith from Good Living Greens, a new local grocer here in town. Jill's joining us today to share about the benefits of eating organic and also how to make organic eating more affordable. Jill, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate being here. Of course, we're so excited to have you. And you brought us a couple juices today, which is so fun. So one thing that I hadn't mentioned in our intro is that Jill also creates fresh 
freshly pressed juices at Good Living Greens, which are very, very delicious. Thank you, Hannah. <laughs> and congratulations as well for being nominated for two of our Chamber Gala Awards. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes, we were we were blown away. That's our first year in business, and being involved in the Chamber has been so fun and rewarding for both both my husband Jeremy and me. Um, and to get those nominations and be a part of the gala is, is we're really looking forward to it. That's fantastic. We're so excited for you and it's Thank really you. clear that our community loves Good Living Greens. <laughs> <laughs> Can you share a bit more about your business to the sure. few who haven't heard of you before? <laughs> sure. Uh, we're an independent market grocery store and we focus specifically on clean, local, and healthy food choices. We don't subscribe to any one diet philosophy, whether it's vegans or paleo or keto or people just trying to choose cleaner food. We want uh, the folks at Fountain Hills to have access to, to those, sort, that, those sorts of choices. And that, um, you know, when, when you kind of back out and look at the state of our food supply in the United States, there's there are real challenges with getting um, uh, you know, clean and healthy food. So in our grocery store, we source in produce from all around Arizona, and we go more, more broad regionally as well, but we really like to support the local farms and other local businesses that are also striving to do something clean and healthy. So one of our favorite parts about the business is getting to meet other small business owners and and support them with that. We feel blessed that we have access to a, um, a storefront. Not a lot of small businesses do actually. And so when we can partner up with another, with a, somebody that's making a granola bar or, or has a special dish that they wanna feature, we can do that. We can we can come alongside them and help them grow while we're growing. That was when we started. That was kind of a side benefit, but now it's really become the main event, um, and it's certainly uh, the most rewarding part is seeing us all grow together and playing some small part of that. Oh, yeah. That's so wonderful. Thank you. Absolutely. We uh, we carry local bakery. We carry um, raw local dairy and eggs and cheeses. Um, we, we comb through different Arizona uh, company options to research them and learn about what they're up to. And it's really rounding out to be a mini grocery store, which was <laughs> bigger in scope than our original intention, but it's, uh, it's what I think is, is right for the town and what people are responding to. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I mean, I know that we're very fortunate that you're here, but why did you pick Fountain Hills? Oh, um, my husband and I moved here in 2017, actually, um, after we found that we, we just lived across the, the ridgeline in Scottsdale, and we found instead of going into Scottsdale to spend our days, walk our dogs, do our grocery shopping, that we just preferred to come to Fountain Hills. And um, we noticed how friendly everybody was and how people would stop and wave and <laughs> chat. And, and there was a, a certain 
you know, it, it, intimacy of the town that is um, hard to find these days. And it, we, besides the physical beauty of the place and all of the natural resources of the hiking trails and you know the, the path around the lake, there's there's a sense of community here that's that's hard to find anywhere else. And we knew we were fountain hillians, and it was just a matter of moving. Yeah, that's so wonderful. I love to hear that. So. Speaking of your your Fountain Hills origin story, but yeah. now moving on to how did Good Living Green start? How did that <laughs> idea come about? Well, before we were a grocery store, we've actually been in business since 2019. And we, <laughs> we started because I went on a diatribe one day about the quality of the food supply to my husband. <laughs> we were talking about why there were recalls of produce and how produce gets dirty and um, the pesticides that are in food. And after that conversation, I, I hopped on an airplane and went on a business trip. And when I came back a week later, my husband had cleaned out our bonus room, moved everything out, and built a hydroponic garden. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, oh, yeah. my goodness. He did that. And he started growing microgreens. And I didn't even know he had a green thumb. <laughs> but That's incredible. We, he started growing microgreens and he said, honey, I solved, I've solved your lettuce problem, <laughs> which is great. And I, we decided as we started eating more microgreens and sharing them with our neighbors, we thought, oh, there's a little business opportunity here, kind of a fun side hustle. Yeah. And so it, you know, it's a joyful little, I'll say hobby, but, but business in that we on Friday nights, we would harvest trays and trays of microgreens with scissors. And we would just sit and talk together and snip, snip microgreens and put them in little packages. And then Saturday morning, we would drive around the town and deliver. And what, after about a year of doing that, we realized we now have friends in every neighborhood of Fountain Hills. We, it was a great way to meet people. How cool. And I mean, talk about making a community connection where it's so easy to feel isolated these days. And we started developing real friendships. And that became um, you know, just a really joyful thing that we looked forward to every week. And after doing that for a couple of years, and of course through COVID, um, as everybody started to want delivery, our little microgram business boomed like we could barely keep up. <laughs> and we started to just play around with the idea of what, what if this was our life? What if I didn't have that corporate job? Maybe it's time to retire. And it's a little earlier than my retirement plan, but um, why not? <laughs> if you can do it, why not? Right. So that's when we started imagining what a storefront would look like. In parallel, I'd started uh, juicing for my own health mm -hmm. and had a really hard time getting enough organic produce just from our local grocery stores. If you ever wondered why there was no celery on the shelves, it's my fault. <laughs> I took it because we were our fridge was just loaded with as much organic produce as we could find in our in our local groceries, and um, I, I wasn't about to stop juicing. So we um, we folded juicing into the plan for the vision for this little store, and 
got some commercial cold press juicing equipment, learned how to use it, played around, and it's a tremendous amount of fun. Um, and just really fell in love with the idea of making juice for the town, finding great produce for the town, and um, and, and what other else what other relationships we could find. Right. Um, and so that's what happened. Uh, we opened up a year ago. It was it was mid-April of last year, 2022. And every week we kind of set out with a learning objective. It wasn't about sales or you know making money. It was it was about what can we learn this week and what will we apply to next week. And let's just get one percent better. And that's what we spent all of 2022 doing. We listened to a lot of customers who had a lot of great ideas and gave us some inspiration for things, turned us on to other connections. And this store has, we consider it co-creating it with our customers and, and, and the town. And we hope that as we grow, it, it just grows into the fabric of the town and is a reflection of all of our ideas, not just my husband's or mine. It's a stage of our lives where we can back up and treat it like a dream, not like the means to pay the mortgage. It, it's, we can really let it become everything that we can imagine about it. That's so great. Can you tell us some of the health benefits of eating organic? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, the short and quippy kind of answer is I just think it's best to keep the poison off the food. Off of it, out of it. Um, but, you know, these days, and you know, since the advent of um, um, processing of food mm -hmm. and industrial monocrop farming, we've, over the course of many years, like 50, 60, 70 years, What's happened with our farms is there's, there's not a competitive way for small farms to really get in and compete with large industrial farms. And those practices, um, and I could, there's a lot to this topic, but, sure. but the, the short answer is the practices of the industrial farming over the course of time have stripped nutrients out of the soil. Yeah. I and yeah, and the even the seeds when you even if you're growing something very carefully and using only organic fertilizers, even the very seeds have been affected. Mm -hmm. So wow. it, it's a challenging time in our country for farmers, and the all of those things were good advances at the time. When sure, we needed to figure out how to feed all of the people of this country, and we Absolutely. needed to be able to ship food across country but the byproduct of those practices is we all got a little too comfortable thinking that food should last on our shelves for a month right it wasn't made that way it wasn't grown that way and if you look at other parts of the world europe i'm thinking of um the act of going to the store and picking out what you need for the next day or two yes is very commonplace yeah right and you you eat it fresh yes mm -hmm. and um 
you absolutely expect that in a couple days you'll be back figuring out what you need for the next yes they days. don't do big costco runs they don't right. shop for a week or two at a time yeah it's a, a byproduct of our abundance as a country isn't it I, that, that we can hoard a month's worth of food is, <laughs> yes. is, is really a unique situation in, yes. on the planet and the negative effect of that is we're getting less nutrition in the food that we eat and the majority of the choices that we have in a traditional grocery store are um, heavily processed made with food that's been bleached or, or you know, the nutrients stripped out of it. And um, you know, we don't grow strong that way, simply put. Um, and then you know, back to the um, fertilizers and the pesticides. If they kill another creature, they're probably not great in our body. And, and that's, that's just the simple fact of it, that Roundup, doesn't belong in our body, and it is what's being sprayed on our, on most conventional crops. Um, yeah. So the more it's very challenging to avoid that entirely sure. in our diet, but every forkful, every choice that you make, every purchase is is like voting with your dollar, and we like to vote with our dollar in support of the little guy in support of a small farm that's trying to keep it clean. That's what we do. Absolutely. So when people hear organic, I know a lot of them say, oh, that's too expensive. It can be. Yeah. yeah. So you had mentioned before, though, that there's some ways to make that more affordable. Could you expand on that? Yeah, yeah. It's um, And, and this is just my, my personal experience since kind of making this commitment to mm -hmm. eat more organic. The, when I look at my shopping practices when, before we made this commitment, I was just a gatherer. I would just, this looks good, throw it in the basket and I'll figure out what I'm going to eat later. And I ended up wasting a lot of food in our household. Our pantry still has things in it that we're probably never going to eat. We should, they should go to the food bank. Um, we would, I would buy, um, not really thinking about what our game plan was mm -hmm. for the house. I'm guilty of that myself. Spent a ton of money, yeah. just money that could have been spent on other things, better things. Right. Um, if I lay out my plan and I'm thinking mindfully about what I want the next couple of days of food to look like, then I'm buying only that amount exactly what I need and if I don't need it don't buy it mm -hmm. the just simple thing I would buy a five pound sack of apples and spend whatever you spend on that and end up throwing away half of them because mm -hmm. I needed three yeah. you buy three apples you buy only what you need at the time that you need it and the net effect of that over over time sure. is that you you can manage your budget to what you what you have to spend, you know. Not all of a sudden wondering why there's so much food being wasted. Yeah, we just can't stand food waste. It's such a shame. There's there's so many folks in need that I, I just hate throwing anything out. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Well, we've heard um, some exciting news about partnering with some yes. other businesses. Yeah. So we want to hear more about that. Oh, we <laughs> we feel so fortunate. First, there are a lot of local Arizona businesses that we've discovered and you know, we started creating uh, connections with and sourcing their food. But we are most excited about two local Fountain Hills businesses um, that are just a, a perfect fit. Um, Vita's Vegan, you know Vita's Vegan. Of course, yes, absolutely. Well, phenomenal cooking. Yeah, it's so just well, delicious. So good. Yeah. Oh, the tuna salad? Mm. Tuna salad? <laughs> it's so you know, good. It's, it's not even about being vegan. That's just yummy. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I'm not it's, vegan. It's delicious. I'm not I, vegan. Yeah, either. I enjoyed it very much. Um, the black bean, I had a black bean. Um, burger salad oh, everything yeah. it was oh, fantastic yeah yeah they did They're, a lasagna too that was oh. I don't even know how they did it and I don't ask questions it was, <laughs> right. it was amazing whatever she did with it was awesome so Vita's we we opened up our businesses about the same time and so we've been on this journey together and sharing ideas and thoughts and frustrations and you know really started mm -hmm. to create a nice connection and friendship and with Vita and Jonathan the owners, um, the, their vision includes um, providing meal plans for people who subscribe, but also doing a lot of teaching. And one of their frustrations was they weren't able to spend the time preparing that kind of volume of food because they were maintaining the restaurant and serving customers through most of the day. So they were ready to make a, a, a business shift. And they approached us and said, what would you think? We, we have a nice loyal following of customers. What would you think if we stocked our meals in your refrigerator and customers could come here? And we thought, first of all, anything that gets her food in my kitchen is great by yeah. me. But uh, we thought, well, gosh, that would be great for customers because we have more store hours and it would be great for us because it exposes people that maybe don't know about us mm -hmm. to our store and it helps the folks at Fountain Hills because they know where to find us and if they don't want to subscribe in a meal plan, they can still go grab something, their yeah, favorite right. thing that she makes. Um, so we, we've heard our customers say they would like more grab-and-go choices. So when Vita suggested it, we it was just a natural yes, yeah. of course we want to do that right away, <laughs> and we did. We've we've been doing it for a couple weeks now, and it's um, it's affirming our suspicions that our customer base is like minded and that there's a real desire and demand for not just convenient fast mm -hmm. food, but healthy fast food that's in yes, line with your diet plan. Hate myself for eating it afterwards because <laughs> right. I don't always. I try to plan ahead and I do try not to eat out all the time. But like anyone else, I just get busy. Yeah, mm -hmm. and I I don't want to do a drive through. I just don't. Yep. I don't want to feel yucky after. Yeah. Um. So I, for one, am happy with that option. Well, yes. Good. And then along the same lines, um, we have Vita's vegan. And along the same lines, just this week, we partnered with Debbie Elder, culinary curator. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, right. She yeah. is, well, she's a very talented chef. And yes. I've long 
coveted the photos of her food and the 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 meals and the entertaining that she's done when i see her photos on facebook i wish i had a person oh chef. me too wouldn't you well so now you do That's now amazing. you do and the idea was access to personal chef quality food um but grab and go and Maybe just one meal for me because I don't want to cook tonight. Yes, that's um, what I did yesterday. I got yeah. lunch. I got Vita's and 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 oh, Debbie's. Oh, yes, that's so great. <laughs> yeah, and um, and while Vita is entirely vegan and entirely gluten free, um, Debbie Debbie's menu covers you know a much broader range. So mm -hmm. if you're looking for a beef dish or a chicken dish. Debbie's probably got you taken care of. Yeah. And both of these, um, both Debbie and Jonathan and Vita are, are just good people, you know, just, just solid, fun, capable, energetic people. It's great to work with them and partner with them. And when I look at our refrigerator case where their food is, I just I feel so proud I and mean, they're they're very different so we've got a diversity of options yeah. for people nice variety yeah and I may never cook again <laughs> Why me I? either you guys are way too close to the chamber I know you'll see Karen and I walking over every couple days now we get our steps in too we can. yeah oh it's... my kidding I don't count steps I, I think like you should but... But between Debbie Elder and Vita, um, we we really like the Fountain Hills glue. There, that you know, we're here for each other. We're supporting each other as we're growing and learning things, giving each other grace because there are we, we make mistakes and and we just all are are kind of on this path together, figuring out what what the community needs and. Uh, and I, I have high hopes for the future. It's How be amazing. Good. And I love that phrase, the Fountain Hills glue, because that's so true. Yes. And you know that the person's also from town and yeah. also looking out for the community that, that already, right off the bat, adds so much trust the, to the relationship. You yeah, know? right. It's our, amazing. Our, our heads and hearts are all yeah. in the right place. Wonderful. Vita was another one of the nominees. Yes, yes Vita is also a nominee. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty cool. Competition. <laughs> and I'll take that kind of competition any day. You know what? She's she all, certainly deserves it. All winners. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Winners. Yes. And, and do we get to get out of the house and get a little dressed up too? Right, a masquerade. Yeah, pretty fun. So do you know that. how excited <laughs> I was here? We, our first thought was costume party, and we would be the knuckleheads that showed up in goofy costumes. Oh, that would be so cute. Yes, yeah, do that. <laughs> you know you that there's it. a secret costume judge at these galas. Have you not been to a gala no. before? You're going to love this. Oh, no. So there's, and some people do get, it, it's not all super serious. You can make it fun, and we hope you do. But there's a secret, <laughs> secret um, uh, judge wandering um, through the crowds that will announce the best dressed oh, that's mm -hmm. fantastic. at the end of the night. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. We better start planning. <laughs> yes, definitely do. So before we will, before we let you go, yeah. uh, how can someone contact you? Where can they find you? We already revealed you're really close to the chamber, but just yep. that everybody <laughs> knows. <laughs> yeah. Our store is, is located on Parkview, right by the lake. 
Uh, we're at 16842 East Parkview Avenue, and that's the next building up from Suaro past Phil's Filling Station. So if you know where Terry's Sun-Baked Food for the Soul is, Yes. Or the health food store, Nature's Finest. <laughs> Those are the two best neighbors we could hope for. Um, they're wonderful neighbors. That, that We've got it going on. Yeah, Parkview. you have a you whole little do. strip right there. <laughs> we do Touche Hair Salon. We, we have great neighbors. <laughs> so we're right there. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. In terms of contacting us, probably the best, most reliable way is hit our website. Um, www.goodlivinggreens.com mm -hmm. or find us on Facebook because our phone information, our hours, our email addresses are all there and and we try to respond to email. It, it's very common for customers to text or email us and, and we like it because we can set something aside for you. Awesome. So, yep, oh, all our information That's is good there. to know. Yeah. Yes, very good to know. <laughs> in your phone. So, yeah. so I don't get there and if they're all gone. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wraps up this episode of FountainCast. Jill, thank you so much for coming in and telling us about our healthy options, telling us about how to eat organic without breaking the bank and all that fun stuff. Um, we loved learning about Good Living Greens and thank you for tuning in. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much for joining us, Jill. And rather than go through the website, I'll just ask you now to save me one of those little tuna salads. You got it, girl. Awesome. <laughs> I will see you in the morning. <laughs> with friends, neighbors, clients, anyone in your network, and please like, rate, and review FountainCast wherever you listen. For upcoming chamber events, join us as we celebrate our food truck and mobile food vendors for a very special chamber lunch mob. Our food truck fair will take place next Friday, April 28th at 11.30 a.m. here at the Fountain Hills Chamber. presented by Wicopac Casino Resort are coming very soon. Today, April 21st, is your final day to vote for our nominees, so be sure to submit your ballot today, but also register for the event. We are so thrilled to share a masquerade with you as our theme in the brand new venue for the Academy Awards of Fountain Hills, as I like to call them. <laughs> register to join us at the Gala Awards by visiting fhchamber.com. Head to the Chamber website for more details on all of our upcoming events or to request to do your own podcast, Uniquely Fountain Hills episode, send us additions for the newsletter, and so much more. Thank you, Fountain Hills, for continuing to be the best community. Mm -hmm.